Hi, and welcome to Your Comadre. I'm your host, Gabby, and I will be your comadre as we rewatch some of my favorite telenovelas from the early 90s. I'm currently recapping and rewatching one of my all time favorites, Magica Juventud, and we are going to be talking about Capitulo 5 today, episode 5. Thanks for joining me. Capitulo Cuatro ended uh, with Leonor just, you know, approaching her and the Madre Superior were going to approach Ernesto, her nephew, about funding an orphanage, which I'm assuming they have no intention of actually opening because they're going to use the money to give to her grandkids that hate her. And she had begged the Madre Superior to back her up and to lie for her. And the Madre Superior was like, oh, no, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. But we'll see. We'll see if she's actually going to keep her word because she's about to spill everything to Ernesto. And that's where we left off. Leonor looking uh, nervous as hell. And that's where we're going to pick up for Capitulo Cinco. Not a lot happened with the grandkids last episode, but Fernanda was about to kiss Leonardo and her two stalkers, Miguel and Gerardo, watched the whole kiss, almost kiss thing. Now, I guess we're going to find out if she actually does kiss him because they were super close And I have to say that scene had to be super awkward because it looks like the direction was look like you're about to kiss and hold. So we open up with Capitulo Cinco. Sure enough, Madre Superior is about to spill the beans about everything that's going on. Leonor is just shitting bricks. Ernesto is ready to hear the tea. And Madre Superior does not disappoint. And by does not disappoint, I mean, she doesn't disappoint Leonor. So then we cut to the scene of Fernanda and we see the end of that potential kiss. And it's very quick. And very friendly-like. It's almost the way you would kiss your longtime partner when you're saying goodbye. Just like a quick, quick little peck. Not passionate at all. There's nothing behind it. And so Gerardo and Miguel witnessing this are like, oh, thank goodness. You know, big, huge sigh of relief. Oh, you know, it's total innocence. Just a, a... a goodbye kiss, you know, see you later. But I don't know. Am I the only one that thinks this is still like super, super sus? I, if I saw my crush, the person that I liked, saying goodbye to their, to, um, to somebody that has an interest in them and that person gives them a kiss and even if it's a quick peck, I would still be, feeling a certain kind of way but you know I don't know this is telenovela world and I guess it doesn't matter if it's not passionate and romantic so Leonardo and Fernanda you know Fernanda's just like you know I'm so sorry Leonardo I just want you to know that I'm not in the headspace right now to pursue anything so I just want that to be clear And Leonardo is so earnest in this episode and honest, I mean, in this scene. And honestly, if I just saw this clip, just that clip and not know anything about Leonardo and Fernanda, I would think he was being very genuine and just very, you know, sincere when he's telling her, you know, I really like you from the moment I saw you. But since I do know everything else, I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, Leonardo fuck you. You know, he has got a bet going on with his bestie. He almost killed her entire neighborhood by running his car 
into the party where she was attending and causing this huge scene, blaming them for what he did and grabbing her. Oh, there's so much wrong with this. Anyway, back to the convent. Madre Superior, you know, she she tells, like I said, she does not disappoint because she doesn't disappoint Leonor. She lies for Leonor and tells Ernesto that they are planning to, that they are looking for funding for this home for kiddos, you know, like an orphanage. And... Ernesto, of course, he hears that. And he's like, yeah, totes, sign me up. You know, I'm totally okay with funding this, which in this whole, <laughs> I know Leonor and the Mother Superior are the good guys, but I almost think they're kind of really crappy here because they're lying about this venture to get money for her grandkids. And it's kind of disappointing to to know that they're not going to do this. So what I'm hoping is that they still do this and then take a little bit of money to give to the grandkids. That's what I'm hoping. I don't know if that's what's going to happen. but And then it actually makes Ernesto look like a good guy because when it comes to something like this, he's down. And yeah, good for you, Ernesto. And then he throws him a curveball and he says, you know, I know a guy that could work on the construction. You know, I could get him on the phone right now. And Leonor and Madre Superior are not about to be, you know, they're not down with that. Because then this construct, which <laughs> thinking about it, that is a sign that they're actually not going to go through with this. So I feel like the roles have reversed here and Madre Superior and Leonor are the kind of the bad guys because they're lying about this shit and Ernesto's thinking he's donating money to a wonderful cause. And he writes a check right then and there and gives it to Madre Superior and Leonor's eyes are huge when she sees the amount. So he was generous. Back to Miguel and Gerardo. They're still sitting there being creepy stalker guys, watching her, and they walk off. Hope still in place because they see that Fernanda is not really responding to Leonardo's advances. And Leonardo takes the opportunity to tell Fernanda, you know, I know you're hurt now, but I really like you and I'm willing to be your friend. And Fernanda's okay with that, so, and he's actually listening to her. I I hope this means that Leonardo's changing his stripes, but I doubt it. And he says, you know what, well, at least we can be friends, right? So she's totally friend-zoned him again. Consuelo walks up at this moment, and she is flashing that bracelet and nobody's picking up on her cues and finally she says guys look at my hand don't you see anything and Fernanda's like oh that's such a nice fake and Consuelo's like uh excuse me Alberto's not just gonna give me a fake Leonardo hearing that is like oh so he got you that which to me makes his competitive side come out because I feel like Leonardo's thinking, how am I going to top this shit? Because my bestie over here is going to beat me in this bet by hooking up with that sister. So I feel like that scene was pointless because it didn't really lead to anywhere. Meanwhile, Miss Tias, La Tia Silvia, as soon as Alberto walks in, she's like, Honey, my bracelet. And while we're looking, while we're watching this scene, I have to comment on Silvia's earrings. Because just last night, I was looking at Poshmark for some earrings just like this. This is exactly what I was looking for. And I couldn't find them. And they're like these cluster pearl earrings. And I'm obsessed. 
So now I have to get me a pair just like that because I love them. And <laughs> so she's asking for the bracelet. And of course, you know, he inadvertently gave it away to Consuelo. She's over there showing it off. So he tells us that, you know, I went, the jeweler wasn't there. Um, and then he said it wasn't ready. So he's got like every excuse. And Tia Silva's like, oh, shoot. I was expecting it. I can't believe this. Let me call him. And he's like, no, Tia, 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 tia no, 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 put that phone down. No, you don't need a call. Don't worry. I bet you it'll be ready before you know it. And she's like, no, I need that bracelet because it looks perfect with my outfit right now. So she's calling. And he's not there. So his story is everything falls into place for him. So <laughs> what an inconsequential scene. Works out perfect for little Mr. Do-Nothing. Fernanda shows up at her apartment with her big, huge funeral flower arrangement. And, you know, she tells her mom, I accepted him. I accepted these flowers, mom, because he was just being so kind. And he made me feel better after all this stuff that Hector, all this crap that Hector did to me, you know, involving me in his criminal activity and blaming me and just being the worst boyfriend ever. So meanwhile, the mom has to run off because she's got to go pick up some bread from the panaderia or whatever. And um, Consuelo, meanwhile, has taken off the bracelet. Fernanda asked her, why'd you take it off? And she said, you know, I just don't want mom and dad asking me shit. So. During this exchange, you know, Consuelo is pretty much urging Fernanda to, to kind of consider Leonardo's, Leonardo's, um, advances you know she says you know Leonardo I know you've just been hurt but you know Leonardo really likes you have you thought of giving him a chance and Fernanda very level-headed says you know I really want to focus on my studies I want to go to school I want to pursue a career and of course gold digger Consuelo comes out and she says, why worry about a career when you could have a rich guy? I mean, you have him at your disposal. So what are you doing, Fernanda? Fernanda, you know, she had enough of Consuelo's advice. So she just walks out. Back to Madre Superior in Leonor. So Leonor is very thankful for uh, this nun lying for her and pretending that they're going to open this wonderful, charitable ha home for orphaned children. And really using money for these two kids that hate her. I'm not saying the kids don't deserve some sort of money. They're poor and they need some sort of, uh, it would be nice for them to have some sort of financial security. But why say an orphanage? Jeez, come on. So Chucho and Alicia were at the kids, you know, in their poor little neighborhood. Alicia's meeting up with a friend and her friend's like, you know... This is such an awkward scene because I don't know if they don't know how to make kids, middle school kids, preteens, adolescents, whatever, look natural. But <laughs> Alisa does this weird thing where she kind of pokes her friend in the stomach and her stomach, friend is just sitting there smiling at her really awkwardly. It's a very natural exchange and I don't like it. So her friend's like, 
I have an idea. She said, instead of going to class, why don't we skip school tomorrow? Or today? No, tomorrow. And Alicia's pretty down that Chucho, Chucho's, you know, being a little tattletale brother. And he says, um, well, I'm going to tell on you, you know, because that's what little brothers do. They tell on you and they, uh, bribe you into not telling. So, so. So Alicia admits it and she says, yeah, I'm going to skip. Oh, yikes. Alicia has got to come back. She says, you know what? If you tell on me and if you let Ezequiel know that I'm skipping school, I'm going to tell him you stole money from him. And the exchange between Chucho and Alicia is a little bit more natural and that's more enjoyable and more believable. But that's, I feel like that was kind of a filler scene. Again, it doesn't go anywhere. Miguel and Gerardo make it up to their apartment and they're still talking about their longing lust for Fernanda. And Miguel makes this statement where he's looking at the bird and he says, animals are the only worthy thing of my time and attention in this world. So he's very dramatic, just feeling, I think, a little bit hurt. Maybe that Fernanda isn't interested in them, but she doesn't know. Like, these guys are so dumb. It's like they're secretly in love with people they don't know. They don't know anything about them. They're longing and from afar and feeling brokenhearted because their love isn't reciprocated, but the other person doesn't even know and isn't even being pursued. So I hate everything about this. So, Gerardo makes this little comment and he says, you know, Miguel, the thing about you is that you just take yourself too seriously. You're, you're just very, you know, very no nonsense. And Miguel ominously says, you just don't know me well. And I feel like that's a little ode to his dark past because we know that he's hiding something. He killed a guy or he was part of a murder. So I don't know. They're both pretty bad options. Then we go to old Mr. Krabby Pants. He's complaining about everything. And this man is going to have like a heart attack. Because he just lets. He just lets everything get to him to the nth degree. And of course he's ragging on the youth. He is the epitome of a boomer ragging on Zoomers. Except, of course, this was pre-baby boomer ragging on Gen X. Same sentiment, though. And Laura just, you know, she's just trying to handle all this. And I, I have to say she does, I, I know I said it in the last episode, she does a really good job. So, kudos to her. So, she, <laughs> she, she's just talking to the repair guy. And he's telling her that the next day he's going to have all the apartments without a doorbell. So, I don't know if that's foreshadowing for something that's going to happen or not. So back to Fernanda's home and Consuelo sitting there talking to her parents. 
The dad is kind of feeling some kind of way because he didn't give Hector a piece of his mind. You know, knowing that Hector screwed over his daughter by cheating on her, by lying to her, by essentially accusing her of a crime. You know, he did everything you should not do when you're dating somebody. And... The dad's feeling a little remorse, you know, he's like, I didn't, I didn't really stand up to this guy and he deserved it. Fernanda gets home and she says, you know what, let's just drop the subject. All I know is that from here on out, all I want to do is focus on my studies. And of course, the parents are super nervous because they threw away the admissions letter or hid it, whatever. And the dad says, you know, honey, I don't know that that's a good idea. And she says, what do you mean? That's like my whole life plan. What are you talking about? And the dad's like, no, honey, you know, that's for people that can afford it. You just need to, you know, take up a trade and find a job that a sensible job that will give you money now that doesn't require a lot of studying. And Fernanda's like, oh, hell no. No, no, no. I don't want to be an aerobics instructor like my sister. I want to study. I want to go to school. I want to go to college. They leave off very dramatically because, you know, the dad, he is trying to save a buck and not send his daughter to school. And Fernanda is fighting against that. Leonor, of course, of course is back to her bestie, leaning on her shoulder, crying a river about her goddamn grandkids, about needing money to support them, about them hating her, about uh, her maintaining her pepita persona so that they can eventually like her. And her best friend is again lending an ear and just being a shoulder for fucking Leonor to cry on. I don't know how many more of these scenes I can take. If I have to describe another scene like this in another episode, I may switch telenovelas just because of that. So that's how I'm feeling about it. At the end of this conversation, basically Pepita and or Leonor and her best friend are, you know, just again, as repetitive and redundant as these scenes are it's just a showcase of how supportive they are of each other uh but uh Leonor's friend does ask her how do you plan on uh living financially when you are taking up this whole identity of Pepita because you're giving up your fortune and all the money that you have to to play this role essentially and Leonard's like well girl remember I've got that that burger joint that I'm gonna open up and I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna use as a you know living wage I'm just gonna basically work there and that's how I'm gonna survive and her friend is very impressed with this idea again she says I'm here for you girl I don't care how crazy you are and how out there your ideas are. I've got your back. So it leaves off on a very touching note. Besties forever and ever. And then we go to Leonardo. He's back at home and I guess he's just having breakfast. So I don't know if this is breakfast, but it sure does look like breakfast. So this is maybe the next day because it does look like he's wearing a different suit. But yeah, it looks awfully similar to what he was wearing before. So I don't know. I'm very confused. Uh, There's some ruched type curtains in the background. Uh, A fake tree. On the table, he's, I don't know what the hell he's eating, but he is pouring on some uh, looks like some liquid butter. And he's got a big glass of chocolate milk. 
which is always fascinating to me because I do notice that in the 80s and 90s, milk was a huge, was a huge uh, staple in dinner and snack scenes, whatever. Teenagers were drinking a lot of milk. Okay, that's really weird. Okay, so the, the uncle sits down next to him. They're talking about the money and Leonor, you know. And the uncle sits down next to Leonardo, Ernesto does, and he picks up like a slice of ham or turkey or something and puts it on his plate. It's really thin and gross looking. And I don't know. I don't, it's very unappetizing. They're handing each other, you know, condiments and and mayonnaise, it looks like. Ugh, gross. What the hell are y'all eating? Are they making sandwiches? And was that mustard and not butter? I have no idea what's going on food-wise here. But it's disgusting. I can't even concentrate or focus on what they're talking about because their eating is grossing me out. Oh, but the last line kind of tells me all I need to know. Ernesto just says, we don't have to worry about those goddamn brats and supporting them financially. Speaking of the goddamn brats, Ezequiel is furiously walking the kids to school. And I don't know what his problem is, but it looks like he's yanking Chucho around. Maybe you don't need to be taking care of two random kids, dude, if that is your your way of handling shit. So, you know, he's saying goodbye. And Chucho's looking at Alicia like, I know what you're about to do. And Alicia's like, don't say anything, dude. And she's doing this really weird thing where she's baring her teeth and like putting her finger up to her mouth, like be quiet, don't say anything. But it looks really weird. Her friends are waiting for her, and sure enough, they take off. They're going to paint the town red. They're skipping school. They're Audi. Back to Fernanda. She's at home. She's eating some oatmeal. Yeah, she's eating some oatmeal. And I've heard, like, people... I've heard actors say that eating in a scene is the biggest mistake you can make because... If they have to refilm the scene over and over, you have to keep eating that item. And there's a lot of eating going on. Fernanda is eating, like I said, it's either some cereal, avena, oatmeal. Mom is eating what looks like a pizza. I don't think that's what it is, but that's what it looks like, like the Supreme Pizza. Anyway, so they get a phone call. It's the secretary, her dad's boss's secretary, and she wants some papers. So she asks her, the employee's daughter to look for it. The daughter is digging around her, you know, Fernanda's digging around her dad's briefcase. And of course, guess what she comes across? Dad has hidden the acceptance letter in his briefcase. Fernanda's acceptance letter. So Fernanda sees it and is just very upset. She confronts her dad and she says, what is this all about? You know, he says, honey, I can't afford for you to go to this place. So I can't fund your career in psychology. And she says, you know, I told you, dad, I'm going to work my ass off. I've got this. I'm going to pay my own expenses. You don't have to worry about it. And he said, it's not that simple. It's. And honestly, it seems like a waste of time and a waste of money. But Fernanda, you know, she's adamant. She says, you had no right to do this. She is yelling at her dad. She's giving him a piece of her mind. Mom's trying to step in. Mom hung up the phone. Fernanda storms out. And the mom asks the dad, you know, why? Why are you so stuck on this? And he said, I, I you know, I love her so much. She's my daughter. She's going to understand someday. My intentions are well, but you know, I don't get any of his reasoning here because if she's willing to work for it, what the hell is his deal? I don't think any of this justifies his behavior. I don't think his explanation, his reasons, I don't understand. So, Eugenio, uh, what's his name? Eugenio? 
Oh gosh, what is his name? Because she says it. Mom is worried that Fernanda is going to eventually want to leave the house because her parents aren't being supportive. And honestly, that's a very realistic fear because they are, for some reason, trying to hinder her from moving on up, which I, like I said, I don't understand at all. So, I don't know. I... I'm very confused by this this plot line because it doesn't make any sense to me. We go back to Miguel and Gerardo who are outside with Laura. They're helping they're messing with the guy that's installing the new doorbells when Fernanda walks up and of course she's very upset. She just had this huge blow up with her parents. And Laura comes over and, you know, she, she, she tells Laura everything that happened. She said, you know, I've got this bad streak, everything, bad luck streak, everything's going bad. You know, my parents are trying to keep me from going to school. You know, Hector, you know, he fucked me over yesterday. Meanwhile, these two, uh busybodies Gerardo and Miguel hear it and they come over and they hear the whole Hector story and they're ready to kick his ass um I want to say something about Fernanda's look here she has this long-sleeved shirt with kind of a a high neck a turtlenecky looking uh, neckline and some leggings, and it looks like athleisure wear. And I love how ahead of her time she is because, again, this outfit in place in 2020. Uh, the socks and the shoes are a little dated, but the scrunchie in her hair is, you know, t- early 2020s. <laughs> I guess that's weird to say since we're not deep in the decade or anything, but you know what I mean. They go inside to kind of figure shit out. And meanwhile, we're back with Leonor and her bestie. They're just enjoying each other's company. And Javier walks in and he's like, Mom, we got to go. She says, oh, for what? So you can go see that nice, sweet little girl, Laura? And he's like, Mom, come on. And his mom's like, I'm going to go put on my coat on because, of course, son, you have nothing to do. And I'm going to go accompany you while we go see this this sweet girl that has a crush on you, son, because I'm ready for you to get married. Anyways, you know, Javier's like, Leonor, do you have to tell her everything? And she's like, stop calling me Leonor. I'm Pepita, remember? And Leonor's like, well, yeah, okay, but you really should give Laura a chance. He's like, I don't like her. God damn, can't everybody get that through their head? I'm not interested. Y'all just want me to get married. A single man my age, I guess, is a very uncomfortable thing. And yeah, I have to agree, dude. You're super creeps. Oh, wow. Now we're seeing Rosario. Now, we didn't see Rosario in a couple of episodes. And she's back for Capitulo Cinco. She's newlywed. You know, her husband's carrying her over threshold and he puts her down and he's doing this silly voice where he's like, welcome to your new home, blah, blah, blah. And she's, you know, she thinks that's dope. She's into it and she's so excited to be married. Everything's just peaches and cream. He picks her up to carry her to the bedroom which this this apartment is very empty. And oh, he does mention that he's looking for a job. Just like Fernanda. Fernanda earlier said she was looking for a job. So I guess everybody's out of work and needing needing employment. So anyways, her her husband carries her into the bedroom. There's balloons everywhere. And then she says, Makahali Hali, Makahali Ho. 
because she's a magician, all this confetti and these balloons come streaming down. And this is very unsettling because, you know, I guess <laughs> it's one of those telenovelas where there's uh, just a little slice of, of fantasy thrown in there. Back to Leonardo and Alejandro, and they're discussing the bracelet situation. He's like, dude, get your shit together. Tell that chick that she needs to give you back your bracelet because this is a huge misunderstanding. And Alejandro's like, I can't do that, dude. And he's, he's you know, he's worried that Consuelo's going to be mad if he takes the bracelet away, which of course she is. And Leonardo's all, this is where I... These are the moments where I remember that I hate Leonardo and that he is a very bad person. He says, Alejandro, bitches like that, they all you have to do is throw another something in their face and she'll be happy. They know nothing about quality and the finer things in life. So you're stressing out too much about it, dude. And, you know, they're still talking about their bet. They're still being major douchebags. And then Leonardo drops a sort of a bombshell. He says, Alejandro, you know, you going for Consuelo is cool and all because this is like an aventurita, which is kind of like a fling, essentially in Spanish. That's what they call a fling, like a one-time uh, fun type thing. He says, but you better make sure that you're not doing my sister wrong. So, boom, we discover that Alejandro is dating Leonardo's sister. So, pretty freaking interesting, I think. Back to Fernanda, and she's with the two clowns, Miguel and uh, Gerardo. So, you know, she's gone back to their apartment with them because they've, they're supposedly going to help her look for a job. They're going to help her do some job hunting. They've got some newspapers, they said. She's going to look through the classifieds. And they're doing this really stupid thing where they're doing everything at the same time. And I don't understand how Fernanda would think that this is natural or normal. And they're so just caught up in everything she does. They, they're adoring. They're... They're fans. And then <laughs> this dumb thing happens where she just said something and the the bird says, "We, I love you, Fernanda. Basically giving away that these two idiots have been saying that. And I guess she doesn't under, she doesn't realize that that's what's happened, but she says, oh, you know, what a fresh little bird coming on to me like that. What a fresh little parrot and Miguel's like it's not a parrot it's a cockatoo okay animal nerd we don't know bird species anyways you know they go back to looking for jobs and Gerardo asks her you know what well, what do you enjoy doing and Fernanda you know aside from psychology because she is a two-dimensional character she mentions dancing. And if we recall, we first met Fernanda getting her groove on. And she says, yeah, I love to dance. And Gerardo's like, oh, he's like, can you dance well? And she says, yeah, you know, she's, she's pretty humble about it. She says, yeah, it's like pretty good. And oh God, these guys' antics are so distracting. They elbow each other to get out of each other's way. They try to talk over each other. They're so stupid. I hate them. Anyway, so Gerardo's like, you know, I'm a musician and I work at this. I have like these connections at this club where I play sometimes. How about I talk to my boss about you getting a job there? And he puts on some musica tropical, which is, uh, you know, great music to dance to. She says, that's my favorite to dance to. They get up and they dance. Miguel's just watching. Back to Leonardo. For some reason, he's left Alejandro's house and 
he is going to go to the convent to talk to Leonor. Lord knows for what. Everybody's and everybody else's business. So he asks one of the nuns. He says, yeah, I'm here to see Leonor. And she's, the nun's like, oh, no, Leonor left the convent a long time ago. She left so that she could take care of her, of her grandkids. And, of course, this is sweet, sweet goss and news for Leonardo. Meanwhile, Chucho is at home doing some math homework with Ezequiel. Uh, doing, they're really bad at math, both of them. And Ezequiel notices that it's getting late and, you know, Alicia hasn't come home yet. Chucho tries to distract him. Of course, Chucho knows exactly where Alicia is. And Ezequiel's getting really worried. So we see Alicia. She's out with her friends, two very squeaky-voiced girls. When they notice the time and they freak out, they, they're like, shit, we've got to get home. It's four o'clock already. So I don't know what they did all day. They're running down this tree-lined street. I have no idea. So anyways, they decide to rush home. They're running some more. <sighs> Back to Laura. She's, she's met up with Pepita and Javier. And, you know, they're discussing the possible rental of, uh, of the space for Pepita's restaurant. And she, you know... <laughs> While she leaves, Pepita, <laughs> surprisingly, is uh, sobbing, you know, because she's always so, so just heartbroken and everything's heart-wrenching. So, Javier to ask her, you know, no, 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 I'm sorry. Javier doesn't ask her. Pepita starts to worry about employees and she says who am I going to have to to serve food you know what am I going to do and Javier's like I have two perfect candidates Pedro and Paco now Pedro and Paco are those two buffoons we met in the last episode they're the 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 two goofy guys that wear letterman sweaters and I noticed that they did have peas on their on their sweaters I get it now Paco and Pedro so we go on over to Paco and Pedro. They're playing basketball at the park. They're, you know, discussing their studies because they're forever students. And then something really gross happens. They, oh gosh, they, there is this young girl walking by and they start catcalling, whistling, just doing that gross construction man thing at her and they they they're older looking guys and she looks very young so it's very very unsettling very gross and this girl is beautiful she has got long hair she's got this tight little mini skirt it's a high-waisted a crop top i think i saw this outfit on pretty little things earlier actually that's how again this outfit would be very, very fashionable right now. And of course, you know, they're leering at her. They're, like I said, they're catcalling. They call her mamacita and all this just really disgusting stuff. And she turns around and she says, what the fuck? How dare you? Don't talk to me like that, you disgusting pigs. And they're like, no, 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 we're cool. We're cool. We're cool. We're sorry, you know. Uh, nice to meet you. And she's like, get the fuck away from me. This is so disturbing and would not fly now and nowadays. So I don't know that this scene would make it into a telenovela in 2020, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Anyway, she says, you know what, motherfuckers, you want to help me out? Help me find a fucking apartment because I'm looking right now and I can't find anything. And these guys are like, oh, yeah, like we can totally help you with that because we have like an architect friend. Now that <laughs> that's so hysterical because 
what does having an architect friend have to do with finding an apartment? Architects, I mean, it'd be different if they said, we have a friend that is an apartment manager or, uh, a, you know, he he's a landlord. But no, they have an architect friend. Coincidentally, in this freaking universe, Javier is their line to getting an apartment because he's a, he's a really involved with this whole space rental. Anyways, Chucho and Ezequiel show up where Pepita is, you know, discussing business matters with Javier. And Javier, you know, Chucho's super excited. He's like, I can't wait to eat all the hamburgers that I want because he's obsessed with burgers. Anyway, as a kid's like, Pepita, you know, we haven't seen Alicia all day. Have you seen her? You know, she's, she hasn't come back from school. And Pepita freaks the fuck out. She's like, what? Where is she? Oh my goodness. Where could she be? What is, you know, does something happen to her? And they're like, well, we don't know. That's why we came to ask you. And she's reacting very strongly. And I feel like Ezequiel is picking up on this shit. Meanwhile, Chucho doesn't give a fuck about Alicia. He's like, I am going to be able to eat all those burgers, right? Because I guess he's like a Jughead Jones type. And she's like, absolutely every fucking hamburger in the world that you want to eat. And it's it's like, damn, this lady sure is close to these kids that she just met. Anyway, Fernanda, she's heading out. She's done with Gerardo and Miguel, which... I have a feeling will be the future of Paco and Pedro when they're older. Just, you know, their antics and their buffoonery and shenanigans. Then we cut to Consuelo. She's with Alejandro. And he's getting himself some freshly squeezed orange juice. So I guess they were juicing before juicing was a thing. And I think I've this scene has really reminded me or really made it clear that Consuelo looks like a fucking Disney princess. She really does. She's got the doe eyes and the just, you know, the full little heart-shaped lips and the long hair. She's got the perfect Disney face. Anyways, Alejandro breaks the news to her. Hey, I'm going to need that bracelet back. And she's like, what the fuck? And then we go on to Leonardo, who goes to his uncle's office and says, Unc, you won't believe this shit. I went to look for Leonora at the convent and she's not there. She hasn't been there for a long time. She doesn't live there. And Ernesto, of course, is shook as hell. Then back to Ezequiel. We've got a lot of very short scenes here. They're just going and going. He's sitting down with Laura. He's like, I don't know where she's at. But, you know, they're not doing anything. They're not looking anywhere. They're not calling the school. They're not calling her friends. They're just sitting around concerned and worried. So they head out, I guess, to go look for her. And Ezequiel makes this comment. He says, if we can't find her, we'll go to the cops. And Chucho's like, no, 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 don't go to the cops. I know where she's at. She's okay. I know where she's at. She skipped school today. And they're like, oh, shit. So then we go back to Alicia and her friends. And they tried to catch this this ride, which I guess is like a bus slash taxi. And as they're running to try to get the, the vehicle to stop and wait for them, Alicia trips and hits her head fierce. Now, the fall doesn't look bad. It looks like literally she just tripped and she could have just gotten up. But of course, this is a telenovela and the fall is going to either kill her or hurt her very bad. Injure her, you know, gravely. And she's got blood coming down her head. So the, the friends are freaking out. Back to the apartment complex. Doorbell guy still working on the doorbells. Fernanda, she's looking for Laura. And (laughs) 
Fernanda is going to go look for Laura, but meanwhile, Javier and Pepita are having this, another talk about, you know, again, Leonor slash Pepita is sobbing her eyes out because she's worried about Alicia. She cannot stand the idea of anything happening to her. And, you know, she's being very candid and upfront with Javier. And of course, because Javier knows her secret, they're talking about everything freely. And guess who walks in and hears the conversation? Fernanda. And of course, Leonor explicitly says that she is the grandmother. And Fernanda does not hold back. She says, so you're the bitch grandmother. And that's where episode five ends. Capitulo cinco. Pepita. You have been discovered. Your lies have caught up to you. So <laughs> anyway, what a, that's that's a pretty good ending. I, I like that because I feel like that was dragging on too long, long and we needed, we either need somebody to know about Pepita or everybody to know about Pepita because it's a tired line, kind of over it. And I'm ready for it to get to the next step. And also open that goddamn restaurant already, you know? Anyways, thanks again for listening and for joining me on this journey of rediscovering these awesome and awful telenovelas. (laughs) I still think this is on my awesome side. I know some of the things are really bad but it's also nostalgic for me and I still enjoy it it's still entertaining and I'm excited to see what happens in capitulo 6 so join me next time when we watch capitulo 6 and see what happens to Pepita, Fernanda, Chucho, Alicia because she just got either hurt or killed uh, from a very small fall Javier, Laura, Miguel, Ernesto, everybody, Rosario, everybody. I'm so excited to see what happens. Anyway, see you next time. This is Gabby, your comadre. Bye.